Ask the Podcast Coach for January 8th, 2022. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music. It is. That means, hey, it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. The, one of the things I like about StreamYard that, you know, is we're all going back to work and doing Zoom again, like right. the holidays are over, which is super, it's a bummer. Right? Bummer that the holidays are over. But on Zoom, you can never predict where someone's going to be for somebody else. <laughs> like, it's always different. You can't do that. But on StreamYard, you can always guarantee... You know, if you're pointing a certain direction, it always works. So w- welcome to the, this is, is this our first one? Uh, no, no, we, we did, did one, one last week. Year. Yeah. I, I had to think about that. I was like, wait, yeah, is it, too. is it happy new year? Kind of, we, kind we of partied, thing? but we partied last week. Welcome back everybody. Yeah. So, and uh, Jim, we have, it's a very special week this week. Are you ready to party? Here we go. Get up and dance, everybody. We have a new Patron. Yes. Standing up. I'm standing up. I'm giving them a standing ovation. It is, uh, it's awesome. Especially great timing for this because it's all about, let me share my screen. It's all about the Olympics. And, uh, of course, I just noticed that they're starting. Like, if you like the Olympics, we've got the podcast for you that uh, breaks down all sorts of Olympics. In fact, they even sent in... A promo. So it's called, uh, you can find them at flamealivepod.com. It's Keep the Flame Alive. And here is uh, Jill and Allison to tell you about. Mesdames et messieurs. Love the Olympics and Paralympics? Come to Shukfostan with Keep the Flame Alive. I'm Jill Jarris. And I'm Allison Brown. We host Keep the Flame Alive, the most fun podcast for fans of the Olympics and Paralympics. Each week, we explore stories from all sides of the Games. During the 2022 Winter Olympics and Paralympics, we'll be in Beijing to bring you daily recaps of all the action. Cheer with us for our Shukfostanis on Team Keep the Flame Alive, flamealivepod.com, and your favorite podcast app. Ready? There you go. So if you're into the Olympics... That's the podcast to listen to. Thank you, ladies. Check them out again. Flamealivepod.com. And Jim, you have to be really thirsty by now. We, we've oh, made, my gosh. We've made I, am so, I am so thirsty, Dave. <laughs> can you help me out? I can help you out. <laughs> and, of course, that particular pour is brought to you by our good friends. Our good friends. Yeah, apparently Mark is now two people. Mark over at uh, Podcast Branding. Dot com if you need anything to look more professional, whether that be a uh, PDF, a oh a website. He can do a whole website. He can do your artwork. He did the Ask the Podcast Coach. He did the Podcast Rodeo Show. He did the School of Podcasting. If I start another podcast, and let's face it, 2022, you know that's going to happen. I'll be getting my artwork from Mark over podcastbranding.co. And the great thing about it, not only is Mark a great graphic artist. He's an award-winning artist. He's also a podcaster, so he gets the whole thing. And uh, I saw some really bad artwork this morning in Facebook, and I was like, you know where you need to go. I'm here to tell you. Podcastbranding.co. You're going to look great. And remember, they kind of see you before they hear you. And that's why you want to have a great-looking artwork. So check it out. Podcastbranding.co. Take me home. Ah. 
thanks to our, our good friend, Dan LeFebvre, over there at Based on a True Story Podcast.com. And Dan's off to another year. And if you need another podcast to listen to, that, uh, you know, he looks at movies and TV shows that are based on a true story. Are they? He's got some fa- fabulous and fantastic guests based on a true story. Podcast.com. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship for Ask the Podcast Coach. And I was really worried. I've been playing with the podcast rodeo show this week. Uh, we can talk about that a little later, maybe. But uh, I saw where I reviewed Dan's show and I was like, oh, did I like totally just. And because it's a good show, it got, you know, the horse whinny. It was like, hey, that's really cool. So, um, so congrats to Dan for not having me trash his podcast on my show. But we actually do have an, a voicemail. If you go out to askthepodcastcoach.com, down in the bottom right-hand corner, there's actually a voicemail button. And we got a voicemail from Ian. Hello, my name is Ian Antonio Patterson of the English Coach Podcast, Living the Language. Reaching out to you guys from lovely Berlin. I discovered the show today and was pleasantly surprised when I was actually waiting for my third vaccine. But um, I have a question for you. Since you're writing questions, I'm running what has now evolved into being a multilingual podcast. It took me about five years to recognize that it's not all about English and, you know, being Jamaican myself. And since we're all talking about inclusion these days, um, I want to do what is right for my listenership. So again, from your experience, what do you think is the best way to manage a multilingual podcast? Should I do straight German one time, then straight English, or should I mix it? What do you think? I'm a little bit confused and, you know, I mean, yeah, have to rely on your knowledge and experience in this regard. All right. Again, English Coach Podcast, Living the Language, reaching out to you from lovely cold Berlin. Thanks again for the opportunity and bye for now. Thanks for sending that in. So we got two languages in one podcast. And this is where I, I emailed him. I said, the problem is you're asking an American and I learned German in fifth, sixth, and seventh grade, and I barely remember how to count to 10. Mm-hmm. And I said, and from what I understand, this is where I need, this is where we need Craig or somebody from across the pond. I'm like, if it was me, I would split them. I would have an English podcast and a German podcast because, and that's where I'm like, but on the other hand, Europe is much more bilingual than we are. So they might tolerate having multiple languages. In fact, they might actually appreciate it because now they can work on their English. I don't know what do you, I know you guys have at Gallup. You have multiple languages yeah, and things we do like six that. now, six outside of English, wow. which is yeah, pretty crazy. We, uh, we started with them all in one channel. So one you know, on, on YouTube, there was one Clifton strengths channel, all the languages I use playlists to separate them out. Um, those were the early days of that. Each one of them from day one, each one of them had their own in language podcast channel. So we didn't mix them. I didn't mix the English. It was kind of, I, I, I guess the question is, what does your audience expect? If mm-hmm. I started flooding like Portuguese and Spanish and German and French, if I down Chinese and Japanese, those are our languages. If I started flooding those down the English channels, I, I would get people who'd be like, I, 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 I just can't, right? I can't, I, I'm out. We don't want that to happen. So in the podcast channels, we were in language. They had their own from the very, very beginning. Over the Christmas holiday season this year, I separated it all out. I still have Spanish to do, but 
the other five have moved to their own YouTube channels so that they have their own in-language channels. So if the intent of the podcast, Dave, is to mix the languages, in other words, if I was teaching like Craig, if mm. I'm if I'm teaching someone another language, I might want them both because that's the intent of the podcast. Right. If it's just content, um, I, I'm I, I probably would I'd probably separate them out. Uh, in in YouTube, there's some value on YouTube because they ask you all kinds of questions about um, uh, what language is this? Do you have certified uh, transcripts in it? All those kinds of things. So, I think what's the intent of the podcast? Yeah, and Daniel says. Uh, Apple specifically says not to have dual language podcasts unless it's teaching a language. So I yeah. didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, well, I think, I, I think that kind of makes sense. Listen, every, every podcast different. So you need to kind of think through it, but I, I think the, the, the very first question is what does your audience expect? And if they're expecting English and all of a sudden German kicks in, that's going to be, I love Stefan. had said, this is kind of interesting. He He made me think for a second, like, Put it in stereo, English in on the right and uh, German on the left. Then they can choose. Like, that oh, would yeah. be kind of cool if you could kind of sync them up so that you that could turn cool. left or right. I mean, that uh, the the ad you played or the, yeah. the ad we played for the Olympic one, that was in stereo. That was left and right. I don't Big know. I, I heard that, right? And so um, I, I don't know if you do. That'd be kind of cool, though. You could kind of flip between the two. I, I don't know. That's, that sounds pretty yeah. cool. Uh, Master Cauldron, of course, has the yeah, best answer sure. ever. When in doubt, ask your audience. Uh, and then, yeah, Gator is saying, man, that editing would be a nightmare. Trying to sync that up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. No, yeah. you because, yeah, if you've done any, you know, cross-language stuff, it doesn't, no. like, it doesn't exactly translate stuff, yes. right? Uh, Sometimes it's long. It takes a little <laughs> bit longer. One time I was doing it in Portuguese, and I said this big, long sentence, and he said, like, four words. And I was like... Is that it? He's like, yeah, that's it. That's a simple. And then there are times I've said a few words and there's a big, long explanation. So you, you just, that would be, boy, blow my mind. Yeah. Exhibit A, old Godzilla movies. Things don't always kind of sync up that well. <laughs> they don't always match. But to his point about inclusion and thinking about, you know, Dave, I've often thought, wow, how, how great would it be? To be able to do it in English and then have it available in trans in some kind of translated form for other languages where it matters. I'm sure if you look at Ask the Podcast Coach or even School Podcasting, you're probably getting downloads in countries oh, yeah. where English is not the primary language, right? Yeah, I used to listen. There was a guy from a listener of the School of Podcasting that did like a super hard rock show, and it was in English, and I forget his other language, but it was always interesting because he be talking about all right well here's the new one from you know death kill punch whatever you know band whatever and he'd play the song and then he'd come back and i want to say it was japanese and i was like okay i have no idea what he's doing but i know in about probably 45 seconds he's going to play another song so i'll just hang tight while you know uh but it was it was bilingual the whole thing was like oh okay so i think he i think he introduced the song in english and then he would kind of say you just listen to blah, blah, blah in Japanese. And then he would introduce it. So it was kind of on both sides of it, but uh, it was just, if you didn't know what was coming, it was like, wait, is there something wrong with my phone? <laughs> Cause all of a sudden there's this different language coming out. So um, yeah. DR asked this question. How do you choose 
uh, which languages to put your show in. And we we have a couple requirements. One is we need to have resources available in that language who can do those programs. We What we don't do is an exact, like I don't do a show and then we do five copies or six copies of it in that language. Uh, it's just, that's just not, that's, that's kind of unscalable for us. So we try to create in language content that is similar to some other stuff that we've done, but not exactly the same. So I have to have resources that are available in that language. And then of course we have to have customers. That language needs to have a certain number of customers. We don't, we don't have a number that we choose, but we kind of, you know, we kind of need to say, well, we've got customers in that language enough that there would be an audience uh, to listen to it. Yeah. The beauty of it is podcasting is picking up, you know, all over the world from what I hear from Todd, uh, Brazil is going bonkers when it comes to that and yep. uh, other, you Portuguese know, is one of our languages yeah. because of that. Yeah. So it's one of those things that, you know, we're going to hear more countries and, and languages getting into podcasting, which is great. More communication, more, uh, more fun. Jump in the water. <laughs> it's great fun. So, um, so again, if you, ha- if you're listening to this later, you're not able to attend live, just go out to ask the podcast coach.com. And you can click on the little microphone there in the bottom right-hand corner, and uh, we'll play your little question when it comes in. So we appreciate that. That's a good question. Um, Here's something I I saw this morning in the Facebook groups, and it's hmm, spit it out, Dave. What should somebody expect if they don't have a niche? Because a lot of people are just talking. They're doing the whole, and for the record, there's nothing wrong with this. And, and it always comes back to why are you doing this in, in some cases, but it's like, I'm just talking to cool people because I just want to hang out and, and talk mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely something that a lot of people do. That's Rogan's format, right? Exactly. But I want to take Joe Rogan out of the picture because that's not fair because he came with an audience. And that's the thing. The people that are kind of talking to different people with, with no real. That's Larry King's. That was Larry King's format. Yeah, but he was interviewing celebrities. Well, that, so is Rogan, right? Yeah, so that's, that's maybe true. Where the, that's point. maybe where the difference is. And maybe that's an answer to one of your questions is if you're going, maybe if you're not going to have a, true. a niche and you're going to do a general interview, then maybe the size of the guest matters, like the the famousness. Maybe that's one of the things to consider. It seems that a person with that style of show is also the person that's like, how do I grow my audience? And you go over and they interviewed a clown, a fireman, and a Satanist. And you're like, Wait, what? Like, you know, and I get it that all those people have, you know, who, who wouldn't want to know what it's like behind the scenes of being a clown or a fireman or whatever. But it's like, I, I always use the analogy, even though you can't play music on a podcast, if I did a blues podcast and I played some Delta blues and then I played some some BB King and, and like seventies kind of blues. And then I played some Joe Bonamassa. Like for me, when I hear Delta Blues, it's like I get it. I'm like Robert Johnson. Uh, you know, I I I bow to you, the man that started blues, kind of. But half the time his guitar was out of tune, and it sounds like somebody's frying bacon. And it's like I just can't take it. So well, all, all that boils down to is the personality, though. I mean, again, people listen to it. people. Not con. I mean, the content's got to be good, but they're really there to hear you, right? I mean, I think I think that's a good point. It's got to be both, and you got to be interesting and uh, and attract a crowd, and 
in a way that people want to follow you. You have to be accessible. You have to do some things that people want to be a part of it. I mean, when you, when you, when you hear people talk about Rogan, like when I hear my kids talk about Joe Rogan, mm. which is crazy, right? You know, they're, oh, I'm listening. To this is a great podcast. Like I've been doing it forever. Why aren't you listening to mine? Well, they're not interested in the things that, like, I'm not that interesting to them. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're really interested by Joe Rogan, right? They just interested in his personality. I mean, it, you know, Elon Musk has that same kind of attractive personality. Where people are like, no, I want to hear more from them. In my in my niche, niche, however you want to say it, at Gallup, I mean, the coaches that I'm I'm in that space where they want to hear those things, right? So, um, I think um, uh, Dr. had asked this question. I think it ties into this. So mm. she's got a podcast on side hustles for boomers. How do I find out which countries would be interested in that to justify putting it in another language? And I think the same mm. thing is, how do I know that what kind of content I'm doing is working? Well, in, in her case, you can start looking at your, your download numbers and say, hey, what countries am I reaching today? But I think you're going to have to do some, you're going to probably have to do a little bit of research to say, what other countries have a high propensity to be talking about these kinds of issues as well? Yeah. Right? I'm, on one hand, you should be able to get that from your stats. Yeah. Like if all of a sudden you look up and you're like, wow, I'm getting boatloads of downloads in uh, Brazil or, you know, Uzbekistan. Well, like in our case, Poland right. is doing really, really well. But oh, so I have to make this decision: Do I need to find some things and, like, do I need to create a channel in Polish to because they they they'd kill for that? Yeah, you know. And, and how do I know that? I know that because our sales numbers in Poland are are above where they hmm. we think they should be. Right. That's that's the benefit of selling those of selling products is you can kind of go oh. Okay, yeah, we're we're doing really well in Poland. We ought to think about it. Japan is another market for us that we can tell by sales. There's demand mm-hmm. there, so that's one way. If you if you're if you're selling into those countries, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. When you see like, well, we're only doing a podcast in this kind of other language, and what a coinky dink! Sales are up in that that country. So yeah, yeah. Well, Dave, you could ask too in your say you're doing in English and you're wondering like what other languages. You could do a survey yeah. on and to say, "Hey, I'd love you to contact me if you're if 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 you'd like this in your native language. Contact me, boy. You're gonna get. I mean, the highly engaged ones you're gonna get. And that, that'd be another quick indicator of like maybe yeah. what else should I provide it, be providing this in? Yeah. Again, going back to the old one in doubt, ask your <laughs> ask. audience. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, we. Um, we're using StreamYard. I have uh, upgraded. I'm now StreamYard Pro. And from what I understand, uh, which I didn't set, now that I think about it, I have to go into StreamYard and tell it to give me separate tracks, which I did not do this morning. So, But it'll give you separate wave tracks if you want to. So, Yeah, they've really upped the ante over there at StreamYard. I mean, they're getting, since they've been acquired, their development cycle is a ton faster. I mean, it wasn't bad before, and I'm a big fan of, when you got a great product, leave it alone. Right. <laughs> like stop iterating on it because it gets, you know, you get more options. Options equal confusion. Oh yeah. So I'm a I'm a big fan, but they're they're doing that as well. Hey, what do you think uh, now that you're on this pro plan and we're going out to Facebook and you you see a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes at Lipson? What do you think about this Facebook? I I looked at the requirements the other day. They were like, hey, put your Put your show on Facebook, and I was like, "This doesn't seem very easy." It, so, anyways, what do you think? 
I have finally put the School of Podcasting on my page. And their directions were like, even in the directions, it's like, if you're using this version, it's this. If you're using classic Facebook, and I'm like, classic Facebook? Like, huh? And the the biggest confusing thing about it is you can set up your RSS feed. And literally both times I've done it, I've just clicked. And I'll be like, wait, I'm in the business section again. Hold on. Click, 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 click. Oh, there it is. And if somebody said, how did you do that? I go, I don't know. I just, all of a sudden I saw the podcast thing. I put in my RSS feed. And the thing that's weird is you put it in and then you have to go to the app to see if it's working. So I have not checked my stats to see, you know, if I'm getting, I know I hear Rob and Elsie say that, you know, and Todd even said that it's going to be in the top 10. So I'll be interested to see, you know, as time goes on, because according to Tom Webster from uh, Edison Research, he was saying how he feels if your audience is older, right? If you got boomers in your audience, this might be a way to reach them because those people are on Facebook. And, oh, and they, how sad is that, that we say boomers in Facebook? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I do. I feel really old. Well, and there are people, and, and that might not even work, though. And here's why. I have a, um, there's a Libsyn client that came from radio. And their audience doesn't understand apps. And for all I know, they have a flip phone. And so that's where they're looking. And and he has a premium account. So he's a Glow customer. And they want to go to a website and click play. And when the answer is, oh, here, just copy and paste this link into Google, they're like, huh? What do you mean copy and paste? And I was like, oh, challenge accepted. Okay. So, um, it, for me, what do I think about it? It's another place. I mean, it's Facebook. It's huge. And it, you know, it took me, actually, it took me about a half an hour to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That was the thing. It was like setting up mix minus. <laughs> plug this in, plug it in, plug, plug this in, do this, that. Plug this in over here, adjust this kind of thing. I was like, what? seriously? It's this hard? Yeah. On Facebook? And then when I was, uh, when I finally found it and I put in my feed, it said, hey, you can only have this podcast listed in one account. And here I had somehow, don't even remember doing it, had set this up on kind of my friends and family Facebook. Not the So I had to go find it. And then I had to go into my friends and family and find where it was. And again, I'm just clicking, clicking. Nope, that's not it. Is it? No, oh, I'm in the business section again. Hold on. Click, click, click. Oh, there it is. Podcast. Yeah. Deleted it and then put it back. So I have not checked my stats yet to see. I just, I hear a lot of people are like, this could be big. And I'm like, eh, so was headliner, you know? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, dealcasters who, who asked that question yeah. came in through Twitch. So we were talking, you know, a little bit earlier, like, Hey, you and me were like, Hey, is anybody on Twitch? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a, I, I think it's one of those, you got like Facebook. Do you have to be on Twitch to make it work? No, you, you don't have to be And Twitch is. Twitch chat can be a little interesting. So just before you jump out there and make sure they listen, Twitch expects a lot more engagement from us over there. Like, cause it's all, if you go to Twitch, it's all gamers. And like, as soon as someone's saying something, the Twitch folks expect you to say something. Like if they're chatting with you, they want you to interact with them. They're not YouTube's fairly, you know, you guys, you guys are pretty patient, Yeah, but not on Twitch. Let's just be really clear about that. So know your audience going out to some of these. And and we did a, I just did a LinkedIn live on Friday, which we had great audience engagement on. 
And of course, some folks are going to Facebook. So where's your audience? What's working? Where are the numbers? Right? Yeah. I mean, those are all great questions. Uh, LinkedIn Live is great for us because we're a professional podcast. So it works out. I mean, it works out awesome for us. Would I take my stuff for Gallup onto Twitch? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. So yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, so I'm. I just last night I set it up. I'm like, hey, any place it'll take me, I'm blasting it out there. I've got the. I have the power now that I'm a, a Streamyard Pro user. But uh, got another question here uh, from Lure Love Podcast. Many people who say they don't care about how large their audience actually do. Uh, people often care about fame and or money, but just don't admit it. Uh, yes, I have, uh, I've seen people do this. Uh, I just want to, if I could help one person, if I could just help one person, you know, like, great. Wow. That's, that's an amazing attitude. And about three months later, they're like, okay, how do I make some money doing this? Because I'm paying an editor. It's taking my time and I've got, you know, 27 downloads and you're like, yeah, but you're helping. Remember, you're you're helping 27 people. Uh, yeah, I got to make some money at this. There's the other thing I saw on Facebook this morning that I kind of go, hmm, and that is it's like they're looking at their watch and they're like, oh, I've been doing this about seven months. I guess it's time to monetize. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. Uh, you know, it's like the guitar player goes, well, I've been playing guitar now for seven months. I guess it's time to move to Nashville and become a star. And I'm like, hmm. Not, I don't but think it might be though. Like it, I, we, we say that, but it might be, you might right. have this, like you may have this incredible talent that all of a sudden just takes off. I know. Listen, I know we're, we're setting like 99% of the expectations. Right. That, but that, I, I'd hate to stop that 1% of that, the, the, the future Taylor Swift who. Right. That's true. What did she start at 14? Something like that. Right. And you, and I, listen, I remember early in the, in her early days, my kids, my, especially my boys poo pooing her like, right. Oh, oh Taylor, blah, blah. It's like high school musical. Uh, blah, uh. And then all of a sudden she's gigantic. Right. And so like her lover hater, she's, she's been wildly successful. I would hate for someone to have said, and I think people tried, yeah, Taylor, you should grow up a little bit before you try these things, right? I'd hate for somebody to say that. Well, and she changed her format. That was like, she was country when she first came oh, out. for sure. Well, that was easy. That was an easier way in. <laughs> Have I told you the Eric K. Johnson, Taylor Swift story? Yeah. 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 yeah we've talked about that yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. She's insane on how she communicates with her audience. Uh-huh. And to, to make long- thank you notes if she meets, if she meets you. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, mm-hmm. the, the 10 second version is if you meet her, you get a thank you note later with very specific things about what you talked about. And I was like, that makes my brain hurt. Uh, well, and her, her merch is ridiculous. Like the, what she's doing from a merch perspective and, you know, because for a lot of years she didn't own her own content, which is kind of crazy. And, and so her, you know, for a lot of musicians, the way they make money is through their merch channels and they, they just sell, I mean, what she, what she sells in shirts and calendars and like is crazy. Yeah. Just crazy. So, well, that's, that's where new record deals. If you, if you're like a new and upcoming band and again, from your lovely friends in the record industry, they now literally want to own a part of you. Like they'll say, okay, well, when you sign to our label, we're going to give you X amount of money to record the record, but we're going to get X a percentage of your t-shirt sales of all your merch of other day. And they just own a piece of you. And I was like, 
because that's where the money is really it's i forget um i forget who i was listening to and they're talking about the amount of money bruce springsteen makes in just merch like not ticket sales and it was just nuts and i was like the the critical role cast the so if you haven't seen i i think this is the probably one of the biggest podcasts that most people never heard of is critical role they have millions of listeners they they may right now they may be rivaling joel rogan from an engagement standpoint they are huge and they play D &D. like this is their whole thing they play (laughs) D D. They have set records on Kickstarter um, for for uh, raising you know raising money for they did they just they asked their audience like hey what you know what if we did an animated series and they broke all kinds of Kickstarter records doing it right they they raise money they do great things and raise money for charities and such and they set records every time it's it's pretty incredible but that that's another one of those situations where you would I mean they they are so in tune to what their audience wants that the something this is what's crazy something will happen on the show and a phrase will be said mm-hmm. and that phrase will catch on and within two or three weeks they have a t-shirt for that like yeah. i mean they're just they're so hypersensitive to uh the, the things they do and meeting the audience demand quickly that's risky cuz you know, you get a phrase like that, you create a t-shirt, you print a bunch of them. You don't know if that thing's going to sell. Right. You know, in, in their case, it seems to like they're doing pretty well. So, um, you know, having this hyper attention to your, to your audience, I think in being able to move fast, I think it's important, expect, especially in merch. Oh yeah. Cause that's strike what hots and, and merch is a way for your, your diehard fans to basically kind of wave their flag and say that you, so when you see another, you know, whatever, ask the podcast coach shirt, you're like, ah, nice shirt. I mean, I, I see people do that with football jerseys and stuff like that. So Brandon makes a good point. Critical role is full of voiceover actors who've been doing this. They've been, this mm. isn't their first time, but nobody knows voiceover actors. <laughs> like right. maybe, I mean, it's a super, it's not like Rogan who was, who, who, who came in, I mean, he had he came in hot on podcasting because he had a big audience to start with. Nah, not so much on Critical Role. the The one thing I like about Critical Role is they they really are paying attention to what they're doing, mm. and they're doing it excellently. What? And so it's just it's it's phenomenal. What they they grew during the pandemic. What's fun about Rogan is if you Google like I don't know what you'd have to go to YouTube to to actually find them. But what I found one like early Joe Rogan. He's like, I'm going to dim my lights here. It's like, it's here's Joe Rogan. He's in a closet and he's like, and, and he's, he's, you know, the camera's way too close. His friends are in the room, but they don't, have, it's awful. And I was like, that's how he, that guy started. I'm like, you got to give me, geez, it was, it's pretty amazing. So, but uh, before we get to another question, that's right. It's time already. Holy cow to, uh, Thanks some people here as we uh, love all of our awesome supporters out at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. If you're getting any value from the show and you enjoy it, do consider becoming an awesome supporter. And uh, we have our, uh, you can just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support as well. Uh, but we have the teacher's pet. And that, of course, is James over at the Dog Podcast Network. So if you need something to listen to while you're walking the dog, He's got short shows, long shows, all sorts of great shows over there, and it's all about dogs. And so if you are one of those people that just loves dogs, you got to go over to Dog Podcast Network. And if you go, Dave, really, 
we have rabbits. You know what I mean? Maybe I got cats. I don't know. Uh, maybe we have iguanas, whatever it is. You know a dog person, and you should say, hey, dog person, you need to go over to the Dog Podcast Network at dogpodcastnetwork.com. Also, uh, Ask the Podcast Coach is hosted on PodPage. Uh, if you want to try PodPage, try it at, you guessed it, trypodpage.com. And if you're thinking of starting a podcast, uh, when you think podcasting, think School of Podcasting. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code COACH when you sign up. Again, just go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And there are other ways you can sponsor gym mugs. You can uh, buy my book, all sorts of fun things over there. So thanks to our awesome supporters. At, hey, do, you, do you have a page of awesome support? Do, like could someone, if someone wanted to see who our awesome yes. supporters were, how do they, how do they find that? I think either one will work. I think it's the same page. Ask the podcast coach.com slash awesome, or I believe ask the podcast coach.com slash support ports to the same thing. So, yeah. And if you, so it would be a good idea if you, if you want to support us, but you, you want to do it. I mean, visit those who support us who, yeah. who are awesome supporters. So there's some great, there's some great folks doing that as well. New, newly moved to Texan. Uh, Kyle Bondo in the chat room, uh, I believe is an awesome supporter from gagglepod.com. So appreciate that. Go out and visit their podcasts and, uh, and have a listen. You might learn some things out there as well. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, deal casters was mentioning about the Facebook thing only mm-hmm. for business pages and mobile post new episodes on the page feed with a built-in player that people can like and share. It's a clunky setup. Yes. It's, it's Facebook. I keep hearing rumors that both Facebook and Google are going to start hosting podcasts, which would make it makes me oh, what a nightmare. Oh, yeah, that'd be awful. Like I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't think of not knowing podcasting more than making a decision like that and saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna host them." Well, hey, 2017 called and they they want their podcasts back, so let's not. Guys, that's not, and they're not listening. But if they were, let's not make that same mistake again. That was just pass it through so we can all do the stats. <laughs> please, please. If I have to listen to a, another collective meltdown from the podcasting community about not being able to get stats, I'll lose my mind. Who was it that just announced? Oh, um, Spotify. You can now give it uh, four or five uh, uh, stars or something like that. And I was like, really? Is that what we need? Another thing to review. It was like, <laughs> who's going to come up with a six star rating so that it's one more than the five stars? You know, but yeah. Come on, Larry. Uh, Larry Roberts says he saw a post yesterday talking about do people want to be famous and such. He said it was kind of a humble brag from a podcaster on hitting one billion downloads, and it's not Joe Rogan. So I don't a know. Billion. That's a lot of downloads. That's a lot of downloads. Hmm. Holy cow. Yeah, I'm still not home gadget geeks is still not to the million mark. That's one. That's one of those. Like I may be at like 675,000. I've been doing it for 10 years and I still have not hit the, the million. And I keep thinking, ah, but someday I was, someday. I was thinking of having a jingle made where it'd be like big horns dun, 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 and then have uh Wayne Henderson go the road to 3 million. Cause I'm at like two point. Mm. nine seven something and it's like so i I mean just if i didn't put out another episode just my back catalog might get me there by the end of the year but it's like that's gonna be i I have a video of me somewhere when i went over one million and it's hard to make dave jackson speechless but i was like i don't know what to say that's a million that's a lot of downloads (laughs) 
Well, my, my work numbers just blew past me. <laughs> like it was oh, you know, my own here. Yeah. Here I was doing my own thing and then work just, just shot right past me. So, yeah, we have people talking about, uh, coach Dave says, uh, mm-hmm. I got into podcasting to reduce my inbox. Uh, I've evolved to trying to make a difference. I learned that without an audience, we won't move the needle much. Mm-hmm. And that's, there's a lot of talk. I, I mentioned earlier about people just saying, well, it's been eight months. I guess I should monetize now. And it, like he was talking about there, you kind of start off, you have to build the audience first. And that's what I kind of, I'm not, it's like we're saying, I don't want to poo poo monetization, but you can't monetize dust. And to me, it's like, and I'm the king of this. I will start something before I completely finish whatever I'm working on. And so when I see people start to focus on monetization, I'm like, ah, you haven't finished building the audience yet. Like, hold on just a second. So well, you could do, I mean, I think while you're building your audience, you could start dabbling and figuring out what works for you. So don't, don't be too afraid to try some things, get out there, try some different methods, you know, to mess with affiliate marketing, yeah. get, get good at some of those kind of get good at some of those ones that, you kind of know what does work and, and what doesn't work. I've listen, I've done some merch and it worked. Doesn't work all the time. It's a lot of work. You know? Well, and, um and again, yeah. you've got to have uh, that that's where having a graphic artist really will help. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we go make mm-hmm. something, you're like, Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, hey, great merch. I'm never gonna buy it because I wouldn't be seen dead in that, but it's great merch, you know. <laughs> so it's, it depends uh, on the audience, what they want, what they're looking for, what they have. You know, I like I'm I've been toying with the idea. I was out at wine.com and they have an affiliate program. Hmm. And I thought, you know, uh, my audience may on the on the on the home gadget geek side, my audience may, you know, they may do uh, uh, if I did a quarter of being sponsored by wine.com, they may jump into it. You know, 30 bucks, they get 30 bucks off on their first hundred dollar purchase. I make 30 dollars on the back end. That, that might work, I'm well, a, but I won't know until I give it a try. Well, here's the thing. Have you ever like used their website? Like, have you yeah. heard? See, so that's the, that's where you start. You right. find something that you use that you can talk about firsthand then kind of go, I think my audience might like that. And they might, if, they might not like Coinbase is another one. We've talked about crypto, yeah. you know, the average guy TV slash Coinbase. If you, you set up an account, you spend a hundred bucks, you make 10, I make 10. It's great for, for podcasters. It's a great deal. I keep thinking it's over. Like, okay, I've gotten as many as I can get. And then every once in a while, one pops in HelloFresh, same way. All of a sudden one pops in. So you never really know. Well, one of the things that I stole, I was going to say borrowed, but no, I stole from uh, Jordan Harbinger. It's such a great idea is he puts all of his advertisers on the same page. If you go to jordanharbinger.com slash deals, and actually, this is going to be in a future episode of the School of Podcasting uh, because people go there because they're looking for the Hello Fresh link or whatever. And they're like, oh, wait, he does Harry's razors. Oh, wait, it's like, you know, uh, I found out about the aura ring from from, uh, you know, Jordan. So that's a great one because I, I started doing that on my uh, weight loss show. And every now and then I will see an affiliate sale. And I was like, wait, I haven't talked about that in months. And I was like, ah, somebody went to the, either A, they listened to the old episode or B. They went to the, you know, resources page. I'm going to do that today, Dave. I'm going to, I'm going to create a deals page. That's a, that's a good way of, what you know what? It's a good way for me to remember it's all it. the things, right? All the things that I've, all the affiliate relationships I have. I had my audience ask me, I was going to do it last week. I was going to be an episode 
where somebody said, why don't you have all the stuff you use on a page? And I go, well, I have a My Gear page. And they're like, yeah, that's microphones. Like, wait, what about, the, like, who do you use for media hosts and blah, blah, blah? And I was like, that's not a bad idea. And if he's thinking it, and what, what he's really saying is, hey, I want to click on an affiliate link. Like, I want to help support yeah. your show, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I've got money in my pocket, and I want to buy it or whatever. So, uh that's a big thing. Like YouTubers are doing this and they like, they're having no, they're saying, Hey, this episode sponsored by HelloFresh. It's not like HelloFresh did not approach them right. and say, we're your sponsor. They're just using that, that link. You know, it, some of the ones I watch have three, four, 500,000 subscribers. That's, I mean, for them, if they're going to be, if they're going to use HelloFresh, which I recommend the average TV slash HelloFresh, you, you, uh, it's like, why not? Why not? I, and I think you, I think you talk about this in your book, right? And that this is a way to, I think a easy way to get started on monetization. Oh, yeah. And you get stats. You can see where like, oh, wow, a hundred people clicked on this and four of them bought, you know? So mm-hmm. you kind of get an idea of, of that. Uh, Brendan in the chat room, we're going to kind of switch gears here a second. Uh, cause I, I, he said Instagram. I was like, Oh, that's something I have to ask yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, this comes from, uh, awesome supporter, Shane Whaley over at tourpreneur.com. And he asked the question how, and I'm going to share this on the screen. It's a screenshot of Instagram. And at the top, there's this blue podcast. Like you have classes, whatever chip reviews are a tour and then podcast. And we're looking at Simon Sinek. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. And he has a podcast button. And I go, yep. I, I am not an Instagram person. I mean, I have an Instagram account, but I also, you know, it's, I don't use it very often. I should. I'm more, I'm definitely more of a Twitter, Facebook guy. We are missing the boat, Dave. Yeah, I am. Too. We're missing the boat on Instagram. We sh- that's, it's a huge, yeah. it's a huge space. So if anybody knows what's the deal with the podcast button on Instagram? Cause I was like, I am not the guy to answer that question, unfortunately. So that was, uh, that was one. There you go. Brendan has another thing going back to affiliate. This does come in handy. If you can find a SaaS product that will pay reoccurring affiliate fees, it is great. I've been fighting my health, uh, for the past six months. That's no fun and haven't done anything and I'm still making consistent money. Yeah. I, uh, well, you heard me talk about, I mean, a, I love pot, uh, you know, pod page, I asked Brandon, I go, Hey, can I buy a domain with pod page in it? And he's like, yeah. And I go, okay, I'm going to buy two. Tripod page is my affiliate link. Learn pod page is my link to my free course. And at the bottom of every video says, Hey, if you decide to use pod page for real, click here when you sign up. And I would say on a daily basis, I get, you earned a commission. And I was like, huh, that's not a bad way to, uh, you know, and I'm not going to retire on that, but, uh, I was like, huh, is there anything else I could do with that? So, yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good, a good way of doing it. You just, you can work those, you can work them too much too. Like, yeah, if your whole podcast is just full of affiliate links, you know, it, that can, that can be a little much. So I think you have to be careful. Brendan has, I believe, solved the mystery of Instagram. You can pin an Instagram story with a custom image. Mm. So, see, that's, I, I'm with you, Jim. I just feel like, oh, look, it's it's the boat of Instagram sailing out to sea, and here I am on the shore watching it go. Boat. I have missed the boat on Instagram <laughs> so bad. I want to. I like. I go yeah. out there and I try, and I just go. Ah, just no. I just don't want to be here. 
<laughs> you know, I just, I don't want to do it. And I'm not, I'm not getting, listen, I'm, I'm too old to do things I don't want to do. <laughs> so I just like, yeah, I'm not going to, I just, I'm not going to, thank goodness. We've got some folks at Gallup who love Instagram, have great influence on it. My co-host on, on theme Thursday was, is one of those and she is just dominating. And so thank goodness. Cause if it was up to me, this is where team teamwork, like I pro- probably another thing in your podcast. If you're a solo person, it, it may be good to diversify a little bit with some help from others. Find others, you know, on Home Gadget Geeks. I have a a, um, a, a gal, Erin Lawrence, who joined us last week. She's up up in Canada. She's a blogger. Just it's a nice, it's a different, whole different audience for her than I get for for what I. In. So it may may be helpful, you know, how to, to get to diversify a little bit just so you get some different get differing voices on there as well. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where and I know at Libsyn we had like an Instagram guru on and it was mm. really using Instagram and your podcast and I was like, oh I just need to watch this. And there's so many things I just need to watch. I need to watch a demo of Descript. I need mm-hmm. to watch a demo of Instagram. It's like, uh, yeah, I'll get to it next week. And then all of a sudden you look up and you're like, how is it Saturday already? It's crazy. So No, Stefan, Instagram is not Twitter at all. Yeah. It's its own thing. It's just, it's its own, it's its whole own ecosystem. And they've got their own rules and their own swipes and their own, it, it's just a whole, it, and it's, it's a little bit of work. Like if you're going to be on Instagram, I think you got to go out there. For those of you who've been using Instagram for a while, you don't even, you don't notice any difference. You're just like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's just in a, no, it's actually really, really different in the way it's just in the mindset uh, that folks use. So it, it's worth, by the way, I, I think you got to be out there. I think I'm gonna, I need to figure out my yeah. entry into, cause I'm, I've been followed by a bunch of people out there and I feel bad. I'm not posting, I'm not posting any, I just don't take pictures. I just, I'm not, that's just not my thing. And so I need to be better in that some of the pictures I do take, like the folks that follow me, I'm like, you know, I like, I take, I probably take way too many cigar pictures and the folks that follow me don't want to see pictures of cigars. (laughs) So, you know, kind of know your audience. Felix is asking, aside from using Mark, what's the best, of course, podcastbranding.co. If you're looking for a custom website. Like why, why would you even say besides? Uh, (laughs) yeah. Um, (laughs) what's the best way for starting a a show, starting off pod page, speaking of affiliate links. Yes. Try podpage.com. Here's the beautiful part of podpage. You can go over and when you sign up, you can do, if you're already in Apple podcasts, you can just search for your show. It'll come up. You click it behind the scenes. It uses your RSS feed and just builds a website on the information you've already put in there. And so, and then you get it for seven days to try and you can, you know, it, it does all sorts of the, the thumb, the thing that I don't use because I don't have that many interviews is you can set up a form for your guest to upload their bio and, and all that stuff. And then what's cool about it is they save it. When they click save, it then takes them to your Calendly link, your whatever you're using to schedule that. Then you do the interview, you edit. When you post it, you can go in and say, oh, I need to add a guest to this. Oh, there's their stuff. And you add it, and it automatically adds their information. Uh, to me, that's that's the stuff that's kind of thinking outside the box uh, that's that's pretty cool about it. And it's I just love the fact that like I made an episode of your podcast, your podcast consultant, it went out on the first and I totally forgot about it because I'd scheduled it ahead of time. And all of a sudden I wake up in the morning and it's like, Hey, a new episode is synced to your pod page. And I was like, Oh yeah, I've totally forgot. I published that. 
and and now he even set it up to where it will go to pod page and you can then send it to Twitter and Facebook and things like that. So is that just on the paid version or is that available on the free on the free version for the first seven days, you get all the features. Then after the seven right. days, you go back to kind of free and you've had right. a chance to figure I need a better guest intake form. That's just, I can't believe I haven't maximized this yet, but I, I don't know why I'm not giving, I was just on a podcast this week and, and she sent me a link to a Google doc that had this intake form. And I, I always I don't, I never liked them to begin with, but as I was filling it out, I'm like, you know, I could let the guest give me the information they want posted (laughs) about themselves. Just tell me everything that you want and then make my life a lot easier when it comes to doing the post. So I need to do a better, uh, in 2022, I need to do a better job of guest intake. You know, we have a way of doing it at Gallup. We already have a way of doing it, right? but I could do better. I could do better both there and on home gadget. Yeah. And what are you using now for it? Email. Yeah, I just I yeah. need these things. This is how this works. I need these four things, and then we have a thousand emails that go back and forth. Yeah, Google Forms is pretty cool. I use that. Yeah. We we added a new feature at the School of Podcasting where if you want feedback on an episode, you go to this thing, you put in the name of the show, the website address, what's your show about, and then you can actually upload your file, and it goes into my Google Drive. I take it and throw it into this thing called Note Tracks, and it's like a really long old SoundCloud player where as I listen, I can put in notes and say, this was really yeah. good. Oh, this is a great story, blah, blah, blah. And then you can also choose to let other members of the school of podcasting review it. But that all comes from, it starts with a Google form and I got all the information I need and which just makes it super easy. And, uh, it's yeah, I got, cool. I got to up my, I got to up my game. Uh, Dan over there, uh, based on a true story podcast.com. Instagram is a mixture of Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. And Facebook all in one. Basically, it's Facebook's way. And this is, I totally agree, Dan. Facebook's way of borrowing tech, stealing tech, copying it, whatever, uh, that works from their competitors. So Instagram has kind of become that, oh, me too. Like, oh, we have it too. Mm, oh, me too. Yep, we do that as well. Yeah, you so. you, you have little short things. Um, guys, yeah, we yeah. have little short things. We got it too. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about us. Yep, uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> that's the fun it's very true and um there's some really entertaining things there i um i saw where dr was talking about tiktok and i've just decided because i've heard tiktok worse than youtube is a time machine and i go what do you mean by that they said if you go on tiktok and you start watching their algorithm is so good and this is where short shows are kind of cool if you do a short show i think your audience is going to be a little more forgiving because if you do an episode and they're like eh, that didn't really give me anything. It was two and a half minutes. Who cares? And right. TikTok, you'll watch a 30 second video because, well, if it's crap, it's like you can either swipe or whatever you do. And it's 30 seconds. And I had a friend of mine. He's like, I swear I, I like three hours. I was on TikTok just watching for the next one. And then he like, you just look up and you're like, what he's like, it's, he goes, you know, there's no clocks in Vegas. He goes, there's no clock on TikTok. And all of a sudden you just look up and you're like, wait, it's two 30 in the morning. I've been looking at my phone for three hours. I was like, holy. So that's when I was like, I have concerns that are may or may not be warranted about the whole Chinese connection to TikTok, um, which is kind of like one of those like, look, if you're worried about your uh, privacy, it's been gone since like 1987 <laughs> kind of thing. But um, I, I, I've been tempted to install it a couple of times. But the other thing is I don't dance very well. So I, I don't know that I would fit in with uh, with TikTok. It's it's wildly popular. Yeah, it is. I did see popular. Rod Stewart did a TikTok with. 
I know shocking his, his younger wife, whoever, whatever her name was. And they're doing the whole, you know, little dancing arm thing. And I was like, really? That's yeah. It's like, we're all going to vote. They're all the same. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same. It's, but you can't stop. You can't stop, can't stop watching. watching them, you know? Um, and, and, uh, Stefan is right. Uh, yeah. TikTok is really just an incarnation of vine. That is, that's uh, true. Uh, Richard O says, TikTok is a time suck suck machine. machine. Yeah. That is for sure. Gary's Gary's laughing at us, by the way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all those things are true. Yeah. <laughs> Kim says, Don't you want to be 80 and dance like Rod Stewart? And I'm like, I want to be 80 and 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 yeah. How many times has that guy been married? And I don't understand how you divorce uh, Rachel Hunter. That's just that's illegal in my book. Uh but um one thing I wanted to talk about, because I'm looking at the time already is I know Jim, you were talking about looking at your podcast mm-hmm. and some things. And I know I, I wanted to get your opinion on something and it's funny. Remember how we always say you should make massive changes based on one person's feedback. I'm making massive changes based on one person's feedback, okay. uh, but it's something I've kind of known already. And I had somebody who I, who asked in a Facebook group, I would like feedback on my show. I throw them on the podcast rodeo show and I, and I realized the problem with a podcast rodeo show is I'm saying what comes in my head. Like it's what, and it dawned on me. I had a, an ex-wife that did that. And I always said, what you're saying isn't horrible. It's how you're saying it. And I think that's the problem with the, because what's dawning on me is who's going to hire me as a consultant if I'm just like, just, you know, trashing your show. And so what was interesting about it is I explained here are some things. Here's how you fix your show. You're missing kind of a, a better intro and things like that. Well, she didn't know I had, I had gone and listened to her show, and then she hired me as a consultant. And so our second meeting was like, hey, Dave, I heard your review. Um, F you, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I was like, hmm. so here's my thought. Because uh, I was like, you know what? This is true. And it's, it's yeah. not. I thought if somebody Googles me and they find the podcast rodeo show, I may not – like maybe we need a gentler, kinder version. So I thought of this. This is, did you ever have those ideas that wake you up about 348 and you mm-hmm. can't go back to sleep? I thought of this. I thought what I want to do is the podcast rodeo show, kind of like the gong show, but not the gong show because that sounds like a parody and we're going to make fun of people. But do it live just in honor of, uh, who is the guy from Fox? We'll do it live. Uh, Bill mm. something. Anyway, we're going to do it live. Uh, have four people on, they hand me an episode. So it's not a random episode. Pick me one. Uh, and then I will review it in front of you. So it's not behind your back. And I, and, and in sticking with the rodeo thing, we'll listen to eight minutes of your show. Cause by eight minutes, we should be into the good stuff. And then the fun thing, if I do it live, the chat room can also chime in. And if I do four people in an hour, the other three people can chime in on the other participants. And I was like, that might be a different flavored show. And then also might then inspire people to want to consult with me because I'm not, you know, I always try to be constructive feedback, but I'm snarky about it on the podcast rodeo show. And I'm like, eh, let's, let's maybe tone down the snark. So thoughts. Well, you always run the risk when you're just talking off the top of your head of mm-hmm. saying something. And it's once it's out the, you know, once the horse is out of the barn, right? It's hard to get it back. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I think, I think you got to stick pretty po- when, when, 
if you have their permission to 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 right. really criticize, that's one thing. If you don't, I think you need to stick pretty positive, right? And yeah. there's ways, I think there's ways to say things where you can encourage someone to grow, <laughs> right? Without saying, yeah, that's terrible. I never do that. That's the worst. I mean, I think on how you phrase it. Um, it so I, I think I, it, my advice on that would be make sure if you're going to be critical, make sure you have their, their permission first to be critical. Yeah. And I, I forgot to mention one thing because uh, Brendan's meshing this that, hey, I thought the show was supposed to be short. And Kyle saying, hey, eight minutes is kind of a long time. I would then take this hour long that I recorded and cut it into four episodes. So each episode would be about mm. 10 minutes. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, and I've also pondered the thought of, and this is where we're talking earlier about, Hey, uh, you know, should I do this or should I do this with my podcast? The, the idea of the podcast rodeo show was a, I needed to test Pinecast. Um, that was the biggest reason I had no time to do a show. So I, I needed a show with no show prep. So this would still be no show prep besides send me an episode and I'll wait to listen to it. But the other one was I wanted it to drive traffic to the podcast review show mm-hmm. and or my consulting. And in that vein, it's uh, if I look at I'm over 300 episodes now. No, it didn't work. It did not work. It, now, yeah. I got some people, um, you know, I was making a whopping five bucks on a review because I wanted to play with Fiverr. Uh, and that's the other thing. It would probably be 30 bucks, not five. Um, so that way, by the time I get done, I'm close to my consulting hour fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just one of those like, I might throw this out there. And if it works, if if that format would be able to, because again, the idea is I then take it and chop it into bits and I could do basically a month's worth of show in one, one thing, like one recording would be, there's the month's worth of show. What, what kind of feedback do you get from the audience? On that show, I the, or do you? When I went to cancel it, I had people say, "No, no, don't cancel this," because I said, "Hey, I've got my data on Pinecast. I'm good. We're going to close it down." They said, "No, no, no. You're saying what we think, and somebody needs to say this. These people need to hear this." And I was like, "Okay." And then uh, people say I make them laugh because I'm kind of goofy and weird on it, and I'll you know uh, things like that. And so people are learning from it. Yeah. You think oh, I've had people and, say I've, I've, I've changed the way I do my intro based on this show. No. Yeah. So, and I thought, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's just this one person that, you know, I, I, and it, and part of it was, see, I have to watch how I say this. Cause she, I pulled down the episode. She right. was, she so, but yeah. she was very, so. she was Good very, way. yeah, she was very vulnerable in her episode. And I was like, I, I'm like, I'm sorry to hear all these things that have happened to you, yeah. but I don't know why you're telling me this because she, in my opinion, she kind of blew the intro. There was no like, welcome to the blah, blah show where we do mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and all of a sudden it was like, hi, I'm Dave Jackson. And I, I've had this horrible thing and this horrible thing and this horrible thing. And I was like, wow, this is like, I'm so sorry to hear you've had all these horrible things, but like, what, why are you telling me this? Would would you have the ability to let kind of have the hosts listen to it in advance and kind of approve it before you blast it out publicly. See, that's the fun thing. It's it's that's the whole point of the show. It's an honest first impression. No, I know. I, I yeah. get that. But to protect yourself, 
Like I, oh. I still think there's some value in that honest first impression. Yeah. But 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 then they can choose whether or not I make it go public, even though yeah. we just did it live. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're doing it live. Are people listening? It, it, Originally, yeah, because I wanted to have a chat room so people could say, "Hey, I'd like." Because I always tell them I have people. They're well, like, "That you I, could still do it live and still do that, but then at the end of it, say, hey, based on what we talked about, are you okay with me making this?'" Because then you still get the benefit of the conversation, the live, the whatever, right? But but maybe maybe adding that extra step just to make sure they're okay with it before it becomes a thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe you lock down the the if they don't like it, you just lock down the live version. I don't know. Just maybe a step, a considerate step in there. Yeah. Well, the other thing I did, I have another episode. I think it came out yesterday. And all I did was in this case that the show was a and I hit pause on the recording and just made some notes. I was like, okay, let's you know. But as Brendan is saying, he goes, People like the snark. And I'm like, but that snark isn't great for the brand of somebody like hey look at me i'm a i'm a comfortable look you yeah. want to i'm like snuggles the bear you want to come hug yeah. me and i will make a safe place for you to come and let's work yeah. on your show together and i'm yeah. like i don't look like a safe place well you even said it goes against your brand a little bit yeah and that's where yeah. i'm like yeah so if that's i made true. it more like a woo yeah hey everybody come on it's we're gonna have a listening party and we're gonna check out your show and it's like yeah that's not really the you know, if, if I made it more like a listening party and then just say, okay, well, here's the good stuff you did. I like that you did this and that, but your, your audio is about a six on a scale from one to 10. And, you know, so. Well, but again, it's how you say it, right? Right. So, you know, maybe you start the show with all the positives, right? right. You know, let's, oh, let's sandwich this thing, right? Yeah. So, so all the positives and then maybe say, are you interested? Like there's some opportunities in here. Are you interested? And let them mm. in the moment, right? And then say, hey, so here's a few things that you could, with a little bit of work, you could probably improve. That, I think position that way is a lot different than, okay, let's talk about the stuff that sucks now. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, here's some things that, yeah, exactly. It's all phrasing. But if you give them, if you give them live the opportunity to, to approve it or disapprove it, like, hey, okay, I've got some things. There are a few things in here we can we could we can maximize we can make better. Maybe that's a little different tone than what you're currently doing. Yeah. Well, this Coach Dave is. Do you saying, want my honest opinion, Dave? Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, and and Coach Dave is saying maybe offer a discount over the hourly rate. Yeah, it would be because it's live, so I'm getting two things. So because if it was my hourly rate, it'd be sixty bucks. So thirty five would be almost a fifty percent discount. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I thought I might throw this out to the school of podcasting members and maybe the awesome supporters yeah. and say, yeah. Hey, let's do a dry run of this and see how it would work. Cause I need to, to test it and, and realize then the number one, if I do change my format and now it's like a 10 minute show, cause sometimes that shows like four minutes long. I'm like, there was one guy, it was the purple pants podcast. And his intro was, it's the purple pants podcast. It's the purple pants podcast. It's the, and then he talked in the third person and I was like, I'm not listening to this. Sorry. I'm not your target audience. Um, and so, you know, so it, if I change my format, the snarky people are going to go, ah, he's like Howard Stern. I liked him in the old days when he was mean and nasty. And I was like, eh, it's not really helping my brand a whole lot. Yeah. But wouldn't you have an opportunity? Okay. So it's not, you're not the target audience, but wouldn't you have an opportunity to ask the question? So who are you trying to reach with this and why? Right. And and let them kind of explain 
Because sometimes when you when you throw those questions out and they begin to explain, they learn some things about themselves in the explaining. Right? Yeah. They go, "Oh, yeah. yeah." Now that I'm saying that out loud, yeah. uh, you know, may, well, maybe it's not what I was shooting for. Well, Gator says you disclaim that it's only an opinion. I do. I actually play it at the very beginning yeah. of the show. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only opinion. And if you don't like the opinion, feel free to never listen again. But you you may be able to do some consulting, even though you're not the target audience. So you may be able to do some uh, consulting for them, and it's maybe it's more it's more coaching to say, okay, how are you doing? Is it reaching the target? I mean, this is an unusual beginning. Is it reaching your target audience, and what kind of success are you having with? It? Well, that's it. That's, that's a lot I'm... different than oh no, I'm out. Yeah, um, you know? this is a great point. It could be coming across as contempt. Um, they people who who like this narc maybe. Maybe they like to hear mess and they really are not the audience who are yeah. going to use your service. That's it. That's really it. Um, well, Kim I'll is, wait to see a train wreck. Yeah. Right? Well, that's it. I think that's it. And again, right, that's not, right. uh, Kim no. is going to pop in here. Yeah. Hello, Miss Craggy. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? How are Good. you? Good. I wanted to talk about this feed, giving feedback live yes. situation. Um, and I'm going to promote Toastmasters, just so you know. Right. One of the things that we teach is how to give immediate feedback to people. And it is a very um, gentle way. Of, first, we demonstrate it of how to give the good points and then points of improvement and then encouragement. That's one way to do it. Um, but there are a lot of ways to do it and do it well. But snark never really fits in unless you're snarking on yourself. Mm. And so you, if you want to do this, and frankly, I'm not a big fan of train wrecks, so I wouldn't be your audience, but I know that there are a lot of people who enjoy that. Um, I would suggest you start demonstrating a more gentle right. sort of way to offer engagement with um, a little bit of ways to improve without being quite so, you know, I enjoy the snark. Yeah, but you get a little bitey sometimes. So that's my thing. And you could always send people to Toastmasters and they could learn how to do it there. (laughs) There you go. Um, I'm looking at, it's the last episode, the one I'm looking for. Uh, No, there's one coming out next week. And I just gave an example because she starts off and it's a food show. It's a, it's a diet person. And she's like, and we're here to help you like reclaim your something with food. And she goes, but we're also going to talk about finances and uh, stress and cooking. And and like, she lists a long list of like, and automotive and, you know, knitting. And it was just this really long list. And I said, I get a little worried when I hear this wide range of topics, I go, but I go, here's how you can talk about food and finances and tie. I said, if everything ties into the theme of food, cause that's what the name of her book was. I said, you could say, Hey, you know, sometimes we eat because we're stressed out. And one of the biggest reasons we stress out is because our finances are a mess. So today I've got a, uh, you know, expert in who's going to help us with our finances. I'm still talking food, but I'm talking about finances and how they affect food. So that's like an example that I don't know would have come had I not taken two seconds to go. Okay. Now, besides saying you've got, you know, you, you need to niche down here. There's just too many topics. Like let's give an example of how that would work. So actually, if you're a woman talking about food prep, 
all of those things apply except for maybe the knitting. Yeah. <laughs> but you eat in the car, you That's have true. to plan your budget for food, you know, all of those things do yeah. go around that. So that would be less intimidating to me as a mother and a homemaker and somebody who's trying to balance a budget as a retired person. So I don't disapprove. Yeah. Mike, Mike is saying, I love the variety tapestry of the rodeo show. There's everything in there for those that want to be listeners. Um, Gator says, I feel like I'm in a pitch meeting. You are in a pitch meeting. Yeah. Uh, I'm asking people like, Hey, here's what I'm thinking of doing. What do you think about it? And I'm, I'm open to all suggestions. My, the biggest thing that I have a voice in my head that goes, if it's damaging your brand, why are you doing it? And I'm just like, I keep going back to that. And I was great like, point. It's a great yeah. point, Dave. Yeah. It, I, and I think it's actually your number one point. Yeah. Like, I think you filter everything through that brand. Yeah. And then, because it's fun to be snarky, but if it's damaging your brand, you should have yeah. find fun elsewhere. I think there was a uh, Thomas uh, Taylor said, um, maybe. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you click it. How about a follow-up show after the host addresses some of those suggestions, right? That would be great. Here's the, you want to hear a or fun private, one? Private. Hey, I've got some things. Do you want to do a private <laughs> yeah. conversation? The one that's coming out next week. I found some, like, I'll give you an example. In her feed, she is pointing to her anchor website. And I found her. She has an actual website. So that's low-hanging fruit. And I sent her, first of all, it was almost impossible to contact her because she's using some sort of third-party thing. And I eventually found her email and said, hey, this is going to sound really weird. I'm Dave Jackson. I'm a podcast consultant. I just listened to your show. And I have some tips I could give you that I think would help your show. And I know this sounds like a pitch. I'm here to tell you I'm not going to pitch you. I have this show. I would like to have you come on and let me explain these to you. And basically, she was I never got a reply. And through her website, whatever third-party service was like, I don't know what this is, but this guy wants to do something nice for nothing, so that can't be real. And I was like, yeah, that's that's – it was really weird. I was like, I just want to like point out like some things that's going to help your show. And it was like, yeah, we, we don't believe you get out of here. People need to have the buy-in of their own personal investment in improving it. And you need to gain credibility as somebody who deserves the right to talk to me. And they, I don't know that people understand the value of the fresh ear. Right. When we get somebody new in Toastmasters, I want them to tell me what they think about how I speak because I've heard everybody else give me feedback. I want to hear the new person give me feedback, but I have to be open to them not doing a very good job as they do it and maybe being a little harsh or not knowing how to do it according to the Toastmasters way. Um, So I think that if you're going to change up the rodeo show to whatever new incarnation, and I suggest you drop the branding entirely because Mm. the rodeo show has a certain brand already. Mm. It's got a voice. It's got a, an expectation that we have. And so if you want to take this into the podcast feedback show or whatever you want to call it, I think that you um, can do that, but you need to start with some people who really know how to do what it is you're talking about. Just like you, the podcast show with that you do on Friday nights with Daniel and the other yeah. experts, you all know each other and you know how to react to each other. You need to develop that team first 
And then you can start branching out to people because you will have earned the respect and the right to speak to them, as well as the privilege of speaking to them. We don't always have that. You're getting applause in the chat room. Thank you. Nicely done, Kim. What is your, what, and I'm not making fun of it. You are, I always say a grand poobah, but you are like at the highest level, right? One of the highest levels in Toastmasters, right? Yes, I'm a distinguished Toastmaster, which means I've completed the ranks of education program, which functionally is about the equivalent of probably a master's degree in communication. Mm -hmm. There you go. So I know what I'm talking about. And if people want to listen to me, I'm at Toastmasters 101. There you go. Nice. Thanks for jumping in. Got my little pitch in there. We we would have made you put it in before you left. Well, I know, but I wanted to make sure I did. Thanks (laughs) Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for jumping in. See you. Yeah, she makes a lot of good points in there about that. I think it kind of comes down to intent is what what most people are right. listening for. What's the intent of this? And so See, that's a I really think good point. Her listen, I think her last suggestion of of closing it down and rebranding. I thought of I thought of very, this. very valid. Very valid. I thought of removing the old episodes and just starting keeping the brand um, with a maximum listening time of eight minutes. So it'd be a whole thing of like, can we get to eight minutes? Um, And if I know a show's good before then, I will just ring the bell and give them the horse whinny or whatever, because eight minutes is a long time in some cases. Are are you hesitant to drop the brand because you just spent a whole bunch of money on 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 artwork? Um, artwork It is a dumb name. If you think about it, if if hold on, answer, answer that question though. Because I think I think this is where some podcasters go wrong. Am I afraid to? I just spent a bunch of money, in a, and and now I have this value on the art and the brand pieces, and, and I don't want to lose that money. I don't have a right? huge audience on that. I have about four hundred yeah. downloads an episode, so it's not bad. If I rebranded it, though, I could keep my audience. You know, I could do that. Yeah, I could, you could I, you, yeah, I could rebrand yeah, yeah. it to, you know, the podcast feedback. Blah blah blah. I mean, you could also create a new, fresh, brand new show and then use that yeah. to send them over. Redirect the audience. Yeah, that's yeah. an idea. That's an idea. I, I think that sometimes we we get ownership. We, we've, we've spent real money. Yeah. And you're like, ugh. And it's such a great piece of artwork. <laughs> the uh, lasso around the Yeti. I mean, come on. That's classic. Um, yeah. You were thinking of changing your show up, or you were going to take a look at your show as well, you said? Yeah, I think I just, it's one of those things with Home Gadget Geeks. I do this once or twice a year where I'm like, ah, should I, what should I, should I be more, should I change some things? Well, audience, this audience feedback, well, not feedback, mm-hmm. sorry. The guest uh, intake form is one of those things. I've got some really well-performing posts in there. Do I, do I need to maximize? Should I do more mm-hmm. of those? Um, you know, am I, am I really, am I really spending time maximizing, looking at the stats that give, they give me the analytics to give me some ideas of like, where do I want to go with this in 2022? So I'm in that mode again, it's the beginning of the year. Are there some things I could be doing differently? Um, should I, you know, Spreaker just, I just got bumped off the Spreaker perfect plan. Remember we all got that. Oh, Spreaker. Am, I, am I not on it anymore? Well, I, I got bumped. I probably now, am I, I sh- I, <laughs> So like I was thinking, so I'm down to 15 minutes and six hours of audio, whatever, whatever that is. And that fundamentally changes the way I do my live, not Mm. 
in a big way, but I, but I, I would broadcast like the old way, like we used to both on YouTube. And then I would, my audio would go out to Spreaker and it got me thinking, is it time to change that up a little bit? Like, are, are there, should I be doing the way I do my live presentations differently? I've, I've been in the same pattern for five or six or seven years. Do I need to do it differently now that I'm, that I'm doing it? So it's, I'm just reconsidering much like Instagram. <laughs> do I need to be there? Do I need to figure out a strategy for him? Hmm. But it's good. You, you're, you're seeing what's working. I really think that's a good place to start. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's well, I, Todd Cochran says this all the time and, and you know, he, 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 the posts that's are, that are doing the best on my site are the well-written ones, mm. well-written, good content. Like, you know, and I'm just thinking, okay, do I, do I need to spend a little more time? Do I need to pay my daughter to write me some really good posts? And, and cause I'm not gonna, that's just not, that's not my gift. I'm not going to do that, but do I need to do more of those? Or is it just a case of getting them transcribed? Would you go through the hassle of, I hassles kind of leading the witness, but would you go through uh, getting them transcribed and then adding some subheadings and cleaning them up? I don't up? think transcriptions work. I did that for a long time and nothing, I, and I spent a bunch of time editing them and nothing yeah. came of those. Those posts don't perform very well. Now, I didn't do headings and some of those kinds of things. So to be fair, I didn't. I didn't. I could. The, the, the point is not to work it out here, but the point was it's a good time. I think we all need to kind of from time to time take a, take a step back and go, okay, things are, things are changing a little bit. And is it time to, to kind of catch up with where the, where the industry is gone? We, man, we talked a ton today, just about all those things. Yeah. Right. So it, it's a good opportunity beginning of the year, kind of be like, well, are the things I assume to be true still true? And do I need to maybe revamp or rethink or ask some questions of my, of my audience? See, that's, that's a great point because what worked, how long have you been doing that show? Eight years, 10, 10 years, 10. So Coming what worked 10 11. years ago may not work today, you know, probably still do, but it's not a bad idea to, you know, take the temperature and go rethink, like just rethink some things, you know, should I, do I need an audio only option that used to be a 10 years ago? That was a thing. There was. Mm. YouTube wasn't what it is today, 10 years ago. And so I've, you know, I've kind of come up with, do I still need to provide an audio only? Uh, I was, uh, uh, um, in the past, I was putting all my episodes on Eventbrite with their guest so that they could, some people could go to the calendar and see like, Hey, what's coming up. And I started that and then it fell off. I just didn't do it. It was hard because I didn't have a good guest intake form. So maybe if I fix my guest intake form, I fix that solves some problems of allowing me to have an upcoming calendar that could be more visible to people. Oh, that would be the other thing. If I was going to do this new version of the podcast rodeo show, it was going to be at the same time. It was like a TV show. You could tune into live video every Saturday, every Tuesday at seven or something like that. And then people would come on that way that, you know, we have people that we got 29 people right now on a Saturday morning. Yeah. So the, the, chat room could chime in and go, no, I really liked it. Dave's an idiot. And then somebody else could say, well, I was bored in the four minute mark or whatever. Um, and that could be the fun part. Now I've got trolls chiming in. I've got to be careful with that. Um, Mike says a transcription is a lose scenario. I did almost three years of transcripted edited, uh, 
edition podcast for deaf users based on deaf sponsorship money. Mm-hmm. And he said it was a giant goose egg. I'm assuming he's saying goose egg from a numbers perspective. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's not a goose egg from a accessibility perspective. Like it, it and this is going to become more important. So I, I think we're going to be, we're going to get to a point where, and maybe the systems will do this better for us automatically, but uh, I, I think transcripts are going to be an expect, expectation here in the future. Yeah. And here's the fun thing. When you do a pitch meeting, you don't walk out with an answer, but you do have lots of things to think about now. Like, hmm, I do like that. I, I may, maybe rebranding isn't a bad idea. Because I've always said the podcast rodeo show is a horrible name. You can't find it when you search for it. And then when you find it, you have to sift through a bunch of horse shows. It should be something obvious like podcast, yeah. the podcast first impression show or something. You know? Know, I think you're, I think you're spot. I think I'd, my, you want my opinion? Yeah. Burn it to the ground. Okay. <laughs> like just burn it down. It, there's a, all the things I've heard you say about it are questions that you're like, like what you just said, the three things you just gave are all reasons to go. Yeah. Let's, let's just close it up. Like, and then re you need a reason to test something else, right? So <laughs> recre- recreate it and and go it, it, take the take what you heard and and go go at this new format um yeah. differently. That would be uh, that's that would be it's hard listen, it's hard to do that. It's well, hard to burn things down. Well, but I'd burn it down. Yeah, and what rebrand. Yeah, and then what I need to do is find some people who are willing to do a test run. Because I don't want I I might just shut it down and go, yeah, that's enough of that. If you want to review, go over to podcastreviewshow.com. Yeah. Because it might, because it still sounds like, okay, cool. I'm going to, you know, no, no real prep. The prep, and somebody said this in the chat room, the, the prep's going to be getting everybody to show up at the right time. You know, um, now that I'm dealing with people, I'm going to be dealing with, I'm sorry, but you're muted, right? I've got that whole thing to go with. Um, you know, and so it's like, all right, this may not be as easy, but. If, I like it. Yeah. I like your idea. Do a pilot. Do yeah. a couple of this. And we give this advice all the time. Do a, do a couple of them. Don't start a podcast. Just yeah. do a couple of them. See if something come. you know, yeah. with a new, gentler, kinder brand specific. Jackson. What it would be but, in a nutshell, as I think about this now, that's basically the short version of the podcast review show. The podcast yeah. review show. We look at your website. We look at your audio. We look at your goals. This is just me looking at the very beginning of your show. I'm not looking at your website. I'm not looking. It's like, it's just a kinder, thoughtful version, which still is going to have, Hey, your audio is really crappy, uh, still in there, but it's really just a short version of the podcast review show, which yeah, then don't say real crappy. That's <laughs> see, that's the, the gentler Dave. I need to get you into some gentle training, right? Uh, right? it's like, you have some opportunities to improve. Yeah. The, the audio could be a little bit better. Yeah. And that way that then might drive going back to the original idea of the podcast rodeo show, it might drive more traffic to a full review. What if it becomes the pitch for the review show? In other words, in other words, you, you, you bring it under that branding because you got Eric K. Johnson, which is that dude's awesome. Right. So, and he's an old, he's a fellow Omaha guy, which is even better. So you, you, you use that as a pitch and if they want the full review, they can upgrade, but they're going to get a, this is going to be kind of a little bit of a, that way it, it becomes an intake kind of for the podcast review show. And it, they, they're, you're on the pitch show. If you pay for the podcast review show, you're on the pitch automatically. So could be a, yeah, 
a way of getting more. You could also improve some things before they get to the review show. I mean, there could be some. Right. Uh, and then it's not a whole separate brand. You don't have to come up with a new brand because you probably have a good brand on the, the podcast yeah. review show. So maybe it could be the pitch much like idol does like idol oh, yeah. has all this, all these pre and everybody loves to watch the train wrecks on idol, the, the pre, you know, the pre idol stuff. So I don't know. Is that, is idol still a thing or did they shut that down? It seems like, did they cancel that? Is idol over American idol? Uh, I know they brought in, Oh, uh, hello, it's you, Lionel Richie was a judge. We just got banned on YouTube. Yeah, I know. No, that didn't sound anything like Lionel Richie, trust me. Um, and two other judges, I think they still had, um, I forget who it was, but it wasn't, I think they brought Paula back. She might have been in there. Um, it was back, but it's like, you know, the voice right now seems to be, the that and the whole mass singer that's another one that i scratched my head on but that's good. anyways yeah i i think you may have an opportunity consider that you may have an opportunity to just push that over as an intake for podcast review show and kill kill a couple birds we don't do that anymore yeah. solve a few problems <laughs> <laughs> i i did i didn't want animal activists to be <laughs> angry with me to be uh, uh, solve a few problems uh, it, it, by by moving that show. Yeah, I like oh. this. Coach oh. Dave says offer a follow up fee, uh, offer a development plan for a fee, uh, offer a follow up in six months for a fee. Let the customer drive how they want their experience with you. Yeah, I like that idea. Well, just put the podcast coach hat on, the consultant hat yeah. on, going into these to be like okay. I don't want to, I don't want to blow the opportunity here. And then I, I do, I love that suggestion of saying there could be some, when you get to the opportunities part, you could take that offline, so to speak, record it, and right. then ask them at the end, Hey, are you okay with me publishing this part too, or not? So the, the everybody gets right. the encouragement part, the opportunity it's the, their decision, whether they want it out there or not. And everybody wins. Yeah. Be yeah, I'll have to. I'm I'm gonna go domain shopping, see what's available, see what names I have that might fit, or just try it a couple times before yeah. you get too crazy. With well, that it. I'll buy a domain and then that way in the I'll I'll, I'll go assuming that this is going to work because I yeah. Don't, and then well, from a domain perspective, that's smart. Yeah, lock that up so you've got it. But otherwise, keep your costs down. Yeah, you know, and try it out a couple times. See, what and then works. I'll just talk to Eric about it. Yeah, and then like I'll, spend some time with Eric. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, because if he came on, well, that's the you know what? No, yeah. no, leave him. Leave him only like he's the value for the full show, right? Right. Yeah, and then maybe just move it into that show because that shows you know podcast review show. That's pretty obvious what that show's about. And yeah, well, I think you get so for those that pay the full right. full Monty, they get the review. They get the they get you setting things up. Then that moves its way into the podcast review show and they get a full review with Eric. Yeah. And you really, you really push Eric as uh, the expert. I mean, you are too. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not about you, Dave. I'm like, <laughs> I, I still love you. <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, no, but uh, no, I know exactly what you mean. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm just to think about says this. the podcast pitch show. Well, I. <clears throat> I don't know if you need to come up if you're going to use it as an intake. Well, the other the other show you I know, had, I was going to use to because uh, I was trying to think about okay, what what does my audience need? And when I go to Facebook groups, I see over and over and over. If you have a pulse, you can come on my show. And I th- I have, I think the domain, um, my, <laughs> my perfect podcast guest.com or something oh. like that. And people, I would just say, Hey, welcome to the, my perfect podcast guest, uh, where I help you find the perfect podcast for your, your show. Today we have Jim Cullison. He does, uh, you know, the average guy, uh, sure. He does home gadget geeks. And, uh, here's Jim mm-hmm. to talk about his favorite podcasters. Perfect podcast guest. And Jim goes, well, my show is about this. And we talk about gadgets and technology and blah, blah, blah. So any insights I've in the past, I've had this, I've talked to this person and that person. And that's an example of what my perfect podcast guest would be. And then I come back on and I'm like, thanks so much for listening today to, so I don't really do anything besides here's who it is. Thanks for showing up. School of podcasting.com. See you. Bye. Yeah. I may start a show just called Jim's interview show. And I just interview people like anybody because I get these things all the time. People want to, hey, can I be on? I'm like, yeah, you can be on Jim's interview show. You okay with that? <laughs> We're taking over the show, man. Oh. Binking the Wiz. Oh, dear. Yeah, I can see if that. If you could sustain Binking the Wiz oh, for be so much fun, uh, they're, if they had their own show, listen, it could, Dave, it could go places. I think <laughs> Binky and the Wiz. I need have, a writer for that show. That's the other thing. Like the yeah. funny part, and yeah, I don't. You're pretty funny. I mean, you're. I, I am always surprised when when Binky and the Wish show up. Your creativity in those characters <laughs> is pretty spot on. It's pretty great. I mean, you do a pretty good job of that. I'd loved. I listen. I'd loved. I I would subscribe to a Binky and the Wish podcast for sure. <laughs> it's just hell. You you as them is just dynamite. So that's a thought. Yeah, and then my and voice would get, get about your, three octaves deeper. See. With Binky and the Wiz, you could get your snarky. Yeah. You you could get snark out because people would expect it there. That's the appropriate snarky. Not about other people, but about other things. That would right? take boy, if if they actually took over the podcast rodeo show, that would it, that could be a lot of fun and it would be a lot of work. So it would be a lot it, no, it would be way more work than I yeah. think you're looking for. Yeah. But it could be they could be snarky about current events that are going on in podcasting. Oh jeez. Like in some of those kinds of things. They Binky they could be they could Binky the whiz on it'd be better vaccinated. if people didn't know it was you. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Right. That's the <laughs> It's like, no, no, it's not me. It's my character. Yeah, you just told you're you're giving out false vaccination information. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, we've got a full hour. We've got a yeah. full 90 minutes. <laughs> All right, uh, y'all. Everybody have a well, great thanks weekend. For the thanks for the feedback. I do out. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fun to find. You had your own podcast radio show there about the podcast the radio, radio show. show. Exactly. Yeah. So. No, I like it. A little meta about meta. <laughs> and not that kind of meta, but this kind of meta. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. See ya. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.